like this dude to bet sports. Dude to bet sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to bet sports, where degenerates go. Dude to bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Dudes Who Bet Sports. It is the premiere show. It is what we started with many years ago when we started this show previewing college football. Uh, you know, we started it in the summer, I believe, 2021. And so here we are uh, a couple of years later. We're going to do it again today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get into it, though, a lot of few people join here. Shani says, hope you had a relaxing vacation. You're back. All right, Papa dude. How was vacation? Well, uh, Shadi, thank you for that. Uh, it was going along very, very relaxing, and uh, I don't want to get into my problems that much. But we sold our house while we were in Florida, mm-hmm. which kind of threw everything into a tizzy because we were four days from coming home when it sold. And we needed to be here, kind of, sort of. I thought we did. But anyway, we really didn't. And so it's kind of thrown everything. And I mean, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. So uh, other than that, it was a great trip. I'm ready to get back to going on this, though. Uh, and this show today is one of my favorites. So it was a great vacation. You know what I've learned over the years? What? So I, I and I, I tell I tell my wife this all the time. I said, you, you have to enjoy the process. You have to enjoy <laughs> each day. You have to take each day and realize this is what we're doing today and enjoy that day for what that it is. is. Whatever's presented to you, you got to find a way. You got to find the positives. You what do. I've learned is I'm the only one that I know that can actually do that. <laughs> I try to do that. And I'm a pretty good problem solver. Right. And... You know, the issue is where are we going to live and how are we going to make that work? And that's the issue. Just the rest of it, I can make happen. You just make little strides each day and you enjoy it. You enjoy what's happening. You enjoy the opportunity. See? Yeah, just ride the wave. That's right, baby. Just ride that wave. And be thankful that you're not in a desperate situation where you don't have any money to do something that's that's exactly. what you need to stop and think so exactly you just it'll all come out in the wash it's somewhere. life <laughs> you get there it's life it's life. well the good news is we got i mean we live in a nice house but it's 21 years old and we got the money out of it that we wanted mm-hmm. and if it passes its inspection tomorrow which i'm not real worried about we're in good shape and we're leaving a small town and made money on a house, mm-hmm. and now we're moving over close to you, to you, which could be good or bad for you, and we're going to be okay. Well, so we'll it's just, out. you know, we'll see. see. This is my therapy session. Deep breath. It's all going to work. If you're out there and you're struggling, just take it one day at a time. Enjoy that day. Enjoy that yeah, day. Okay. Just, okay. Said, just ride that's, that that's way. Very, very good advice. It's just hard to do. <laughs> losing viewers as i talk everybody's like what is he talking about <laughs> he's gonna be homeless yeah life you know, you know what mm-hmm. the secret to life is when you when you get thrown curves uh-huh. how do you handle it how do you handle exactly, it exactly exactly you have to be so many people get thrown curves and they can't handle them nowadays yep. they don't know how to deal with it you just yep. have to go through it and yeah. Exactly. Make the right decision, 
And sometimes you make the wrong decision, but yep. deal with it. That's what you have to do. You have to deal with it. 100%. I have not, not drank any alcohol during this whole process, and I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, handling it, I'm handling it without getting drunk, okay? <laughs> Every, everything is fine, Kevin. Uh, Papa Dude might be homeless soon, but other than that, everything is fine. Well, so don't worry yeah. about it. It's all going to uh, go smooth. Um, first world problems here. Yeah, listen, we'll we'll transition now to uh, the college oh, football here. here. Uh, Rodney <laughs> says, fight on, baby. We know Rodney from last year. He was a huge uh, Trojans fan, and we'll be That's talking right. about USC. Uh, Kevin, I'm with you. I've been waiting for this as Me well. Too. And, and bring the takes now because uh, the, oh, the, the, the house search is, is over. So Yeah, and now. we were going to do this last week from Florida, but the internet was so – and you know what, Aaron? I figured out the internet the later on that day uh-huh. how to what how to deal with it, and it was fine after I figured it out. But it was too late to mess with it. So anyway, yeah, no. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll be that. honest. I had done zero prep work uh, for college football until my buddy Patrick uh, called me last Saturday and said, "Hey, I want you to come on the show for Vison on Monday." Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I got to work and I I'm fully prepared. And uh, if you if you didn't check out the show or you missed the show uh, on the Veasan Network, it was uh, uh, what the hell's the name of that show? No, Sharp Money, Sharp Money, the name of Patrick's show, and uh, had a nice little rant about Oklahoma. I'll, I'll try to reenact some of well, that. Yeah, I'll have to hear that. It was, uh, they were stunned. They they were like, "Wow, I can't believe you're I'm saying." Not. Um, so okay, but here's what we're gonna do. Papa Dude has 25 team ranks. He or 20, 25 teams ranked. He uh, he ranked all 25. His his preseason top 25. We're gonna go through them and then we're gonna say over under on on total number of wins this season. Um, and that's just what we're gonna do for the show today on our our massive preview. And then at the end of these 25, we might mention you know some other schools mm-hmm. uh, if we if we missed out on a few. So and if the listeners have somebody they want to throw out there that we don't yes. mention, have at it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly right. You can you can throw them out there. All right, let's get to it. I've got the win total uh, page up here, so okay. so we're there on that. Um, okay, Who, who's not? We'll go. We'll go bottom. Who's number twenty five? Okay. And we'll go through it like that. I will say this: I've done this for a long time. This was really hard this year. I thought, as you said, after we get past the first three or four. I think you can. I, it's going to be a very interesting season. I, I just—it's very difficult mm-hmm. this year. I had a hard time with this. Yes, and I, I, I'm not proud of my number twenty-five team, but they're always about number tw- from twenty-five to thirty-five usually. And if yep. they can win a couple of games, uh, I think they can make it. So this one's going to be a little bit of a surprise, I think, for people. But it's from the ACC, and I went with. North Carolina State as my number okay. 25. And basically I did because of the schedule. And they're one of these teams that's going to be eight and four. That's what they are. There's teams like that. Eight and four, seven and five every year. I don't think eight and four will get them in the 25, top 25. They're going to have to be nine and three to get there. But I look at their schedule. And they have three extremely difficult games, and they're not going to win all three of them, but they're every single one of them at home. Mm-hmm. They have Notre Dame, Clemson, and 
you know, I always overrate Miami, but it's at home. So say they win one of those. Then their road games are at Connecticut, at Virginia, at Duke, at Wake Forest, at Virginia Tech. Those are games they should win. Okay? So that's why I stuck them in at 25. I, I don't know whether they will, but there's some other teams that other people have ranked higher that I don't like. Yeah. So I had to have somebody at 25, so that's who I've got. Well, don't sweat it. This is your top 25. Piss on the other ones. We're, we, <laughs> if I wanted the other ones, I'd read them, you know? Okay. So, um, yeah, 25 here in North Carolina State. Look, you said it. You think this is an eight and four type of team. So, I mean, this goes without saying. They're over under totals right now. Six and a half at a couple books. Seven at another one. So you're obviously going over. I'm going over, and I think that's a decent bet. Yeah. I do. I do, too. I mean, especially if you like them at 25. Dave Dorn does a pretty good job here, head coach here at North Carolina State. Last year, they were eight and five. Uh, They do lose a a, a nice quarterback. They They do. They do get – Brennan Armstrong from uh, Virginia. And you know what? I've watched Virginia, believe it or not, quite a bit because I'm nuts and watch all these games. Um, He's not bad. I I Hmm. think it'll be very interesting, a little bit better offense, a little bit better players around him. I think think Armstrong's going to be decent. So was that kind of, you know, kind of lastly here on North Carolina State? Yeah, they lose a quarterback, but but getting Armstrong, was that kind of the thing to make you kind of feel like, yeah, they're going to be okay. And North Carolina State is a more stable coaching staff than Virginia. And he's going to play better under that staff, I think. Yeah. And the main thing was the schedule. Mm-hmm. I just feel like um, their, their, their road schedule in the ACC is not that tough. They have another tricky home game against North Carolina as well. Mm-hmm. And But I think they're a little better than North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina defensively is what scares me. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. All right. Number 24. Uh, 24, I went with – I had to pick a team. I hope Mark's listening. I had to pick a team from the Mountain West because there's one that's always pretty good in the Mountain West. And I don't know that they're the number 24 team in the country, but they'll have a good enough record to sneak in there at the end of the season. So you got to go with Boise State because that's – the perennial favorite in uh, the Mountain West. They do have a schedule that's a little tough. Mm -hmm. They open the season in Washington, and that's going to be difficult. But I tell you what, Boise State has a habit of winning those kind of games. You know, they're they're, they're tough out. They're tough to beat. Central Florida comes out there. If it was in Central Florida, that would be tricky. But I think they handled that one. They do have to go to Fresno State, and that's difficult. And – San Diego State. But I think I think they're good enough to win those. San Diego State's down a little bit. So I'm going to go with Boise. And we got them in there at eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I've got them at number 24. So I've got to go over. I think they will win at least nine. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like them going over. I, I, I like going over eight and a half for sure. Uh, I, I think this is a pretty good team. They've, they've uh, got Taylor Green back, a very good quarterback. Oh, and there's Mark right there. You mentioned him, a uh, big yeah. Wyoming fan out there in the Mountain West. Yeah, Green, yeah. a pretty darn good quarterback there. Boise's got a lot of players back. They got nine players back from an offense that was pretty good, got better a year mm-hmm. ago, five back from uh, our on defense. Ten and four a year ago, I, I like I like this one as well. I think they go over. And I, I think – you're right. They, Boise kind of went through a little period where they weren't quite as good. Exactly. 
but they seem to be kind of more on the upswing right now, uh -huh. especially after that last season. And like I said, good season last year, a lot of guys back. I don't know that they go to Washington and win, but I don't know that it's a lock that they go out there and lose at the same time. No, so. I don't either. Yeah. I think they will lose that Probably. one. Uh, that's a tough task, but the rest of them are winnable, and they have a way of doing that. So uh, the way they came on at the end of the season last year and they've got so many people back is a good sign that mm -hmm. they're going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, if you singled the seven at Saratoga, you can breathe a sigh of relief. The seven just wins, and I, I did single the seven to start right. this thing out. So the seven wins first race right up at Saratoga. All right, let's get back to it, though. Number 23 on your list. Okay, in no way possible is this team the number 23 team in the country, but at the end of the season, records mean yep. something. Right. And we see this every year. So my number 23 is Coastal Carolina. Uh a traditional team now that wins mm -hmm. 11, 10, 11 games every year. Uh, they got the three time player of the year or conference player of the year back for his fourth season and Grayson McCall. Yeah. Good player. Well coached. Um, this is just a tough team to beat in their conference. Are they the 23rd team, best team in the country? No, but they may be 11 and one at the end of the season. And if they are, they're going to be right there. So, Tough games. They got to go to UCLA to begin the season. UCLA has got question marks at quarterback. Mm -hmm. That is one that you want to look at the point spread. That could be closer than most people think. Uh, I like them in that game, depending on what the point spread is. Uh, when you look at their conference, the traditional powers in the conference, they do have a tough game at, at Appalachian State, which will be hard to win. Uh, but the other really good team in that conference is James Madison. And that's at home. Mm -hmm. So I can see them being really have a really good record at the end of the season. Well, and you say that and look at Coastal Carolina oh, this, over under seven and a half. I don't shocks me. Yeah, that'll get that one at all. I'm with you. And Dennis yeah. kind of, uh, you know, sent it in 10, uh, 10 and two, 11 and one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think I don't get that one. Having Grayson McCall back is big. I mean, he's been really good. Uh, last year he got hurt and and they, you know, they struggled without him, but he's really good. Tim Beck, new coach uh, there at Coastal Carolina this season. So we'll see how that works out. But they seem to have a lot of guys back. They seem to, got, they seem to have uh, the players that it's going to take. So Coastal Carolina, we're both going over. So we've been over on all three of these schools so far. And I think they're schools that maybe not everybody's high on, but you're high on. And I, I can't really argue uh, pretty consistent. Yeah. first three that you put on here yeah and i want to put make it clear i don't think they're the number 23 team in the country no but, but you're trying to predict at the end of the season here's where these teams are going to finish yeah that's what yeah. i'm doing right this is not where i think they should start the season this is where they're correct. going to end up correct yeah correct yeah okay 22 yeah. well i'm staying with smaller schools again this team has been great the last couple of years. They got their quarterback back. They've switched conferences. Uh, the uh, what was that called? The, the one Cincinnati was in. What was that? that something like the think. American. Yeah, the American conference is new now since Cincinnati and, and yeah. Central Florida. And some of those teams are out. This team moved into this conference, and that's Texas San Antonio. The Roadrunners mm -hmm. uh, are now in the American conference. So it's a little bit of a step up for them. They got Frank Harris back, a great quarterback who's been yep. super. Uh, a little bit of a question mark. Uh, 
Um, no, no, it's not. The, the, here's another thing that really sold me. Their head coach stayed at Texas San Antonio, and I would have thought he would have had some offers. Mm-hmm. He's been there, uh, let's see here real quick, three years, and he's 30 and 10 in three years. He stayed for a reason. Yeah, I think he thinks he's going to be pretty good again. Well, when you look at the back, schedule. I said, hold on, before you go, they've got eight back on offense and they've got eight back on defense. Yeah, that's so, a pretty good reason to stay. With the quarterback, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, they, their schedule is a little difficult. You know, there's a tricky game. They got to go to Houston, but Houston's down and they're not rated very highly in the in the uh, Big 12. Uh, so it tells me they're they're down. They're not going to go to Tennessee and win, probably. Um, and then you start looking. You go through their conference, which is not near as strong as it was. They got to go to Temple. Well, you know what? They're going to win that one. Mm-hmm. They got UAB. Um, that's a non-conference game, I think. They got to go to Florida Atlantic. They shouldn't win that. They have East Carolina at home. Got to go to North Texas. That's a little bit tricky. Uh, Rice is at home. South Florida is at home. And then they have to go to Tulane. So I see 10 wins. Nine at the most, or at the least, I should say. I'm with you. I I think this is another good pick. And, again, this is another one we're going to go over, that total sitting there at seven and a half. So, uh, yeah, I think. I'll be shocked if they don't win eight. I think I mean, with I think with them, you know, they're changing conferences, and maybe that pause for concern for some. But I, I don't think this conference is that great. So, not now. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, it so. was it was pretty tough when Cincinnati and mm-hmm. Central Florida and uh, who's the other one that moved? Up? Houston mm-hmm. was in that conference, but they've mm-hmm. all moved to the Big Twelve, and I don't think I don't see any powerhouses left uh, in this conference. No. So. No, I don't either. Kevin B says Tulane is a key game for both teams. Yeah. Uh, Tulane, a team obviously we're very familiar with yes. over the years. Um, you don't. I'm guessing you don't have Tulane ranked. But what do you think of them this year? Oh, they're still to come. Oh, okay. You do have them ranked. <laughs> well, never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Who's uh? Where are we at? Number twenty. Uh, twenty one. Twenty one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Twenty one. Twenty one. Mm-hmm. Now this is where it really gets tricky for me. Between 21 and about 7, you can flip-flop a lot of this around. I really had trouble finding teams after 7. Maybe no, I could even go up to 4. Okay. This one's going to shock you, and I'm ready to be blasted for it. And that's fine because I always overrate them a little bit. But my number 21 is going to be kind of a surprise team. I like the Razorbacks. Okay. Yeah, of Arkansas. And the reason I do is their offense is dynamic, and I like their quarterback. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. I think this guy is good. Uh, their offense is really good. Now, they're going to have to win some games that they flunk, you know, some games they lose that mm-hmm. they, they're going to have to win them if they're going to get to 21. An SEC team that's 8-4 and four might be 21. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm looking at. When you look at your schedule, let's go through it. And 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 this is argue you can argue with me on this one for sure. Uh they should beat West Carolina and Kent State. That's who they open with, those yep. two teams. Yep. Uh BYU is at Fayetteville. I think they win that. They have I mean they beat they beat BYU at BYU last yeah. year. So, yeah, I think they beat yeah. them. The first test is at LSU. 
and I have LSU ranked highly. So I think they lose that one. Yeah. Now here's the key game, and this is the key game for Arkansas. Every season, you know which one I'm talking about, Yeah. Texas A&M. Yeah. If they win that game, I think they finish 21st in the country. Yeah. That's the game they got to go win because A&M's not very good. And it's on neutral field. they got to go win that. Then they go to Mississippi. I'm not high on Mississippi. A lot of people are, but I'm not. Their schedule is murder, and I don't think they're that good. So that's a game I think they can win. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to go to Alabama and win. And they got Mississippi State at home. Another key game, can they go to Florida and win? That's not easy. They got Auburn at home, Florida International at home, Missouri at home. I mm-hmm. think they can win eight. And I think if they win eight, they might be ranked in the top 25, being in the SEC. Uh, I, I, th- I think it's, I think the big thing, it's like, what, where are they when they get to those final three games that are all very winnable and should be won? Right. Are, where are they mentally? Are they, are they cooked? Are they, have they had a decent enough season? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure on Arkansas. Well, I, 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 I took a flyer on them. I did. I, now the over under sitting at six and a half at one book, seven at the other book. I think they're a seven win team. But, um, so I would still go over. I don't think they're 21. Um, KJ Jefferson. Okay. I, I, I totally accept any criticism whatsoever on them. It was just a flyer. I took yeah. off. KJ Jefferson back. Uh, Rocket Sanders back. I think that's that's good. Not much going on in the way of wide receivers. It doesn't look great for them. Offensive line looks a little bit weak. I think defensively, they went and got some grad or not some grad, some uh, some transfer portal uh, kids and. From bigger schools, I think they're going to be better, but I don't know how much better. Yeah. Um, I, I think the line, uh, defensive line, is going to be a little bit better for them. I don't like them at number 21. I do like them to go over that six-and-a-half win total. Yeah. yeah. Fair. All right. Fair number 20. All right. Uh, I don't know whether we said it on air or it was after we got off the air today when we were talking about the Pac-12. Mm-hmm and how explosive it's going to be and how competitive it's going to be this year. Yep. At number 20, I have Oregon at number 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see them going lower than what they are. I'm not real high on them simply because of the schedule. They have a difficult road to hoe, which could they could lose a couple of games that knocks them out. But if they win these, which I'm going to talk about, I think they'll be – in the top 20, uh, 25. Um, on September the 9th, they've got a tricky game at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And that's not – we know that's not an easy place to play. It's it's a game you have to win, but a game that's not easy to win. No, and Tech's better. They're, right. They had a good season. Quietly right. had a good season last year, yep. and they're going to be ready for this game. That's going to be a tough environment yep. for them to win. Yep. Then they, then you know they should win the next three. They got to go to Washington, and Washington's heavily ranked or highly ranked. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tough. Uh, they have to go to Utah. So two of the perennial favorites in the Pac-12 are on the road. I don't know if this team's good enough to go win those two. Mm-hmm. They have USC at home, which is good, and they have Oregon State at home, and Oregon State's highly ranked. I don't know that they can be any higher than 20. I, I don't think, I think they're going to lose three games. I, I think this is the first one that we're going to have a strong disagreement on. Okay. All right. I think you've underrated Oregon. I think they're going to be good. 
Um, yeah, look, the schedule's tough, but I think this is a good team. You look at this team, eight guys back on offense, eight guys back on defense, eight starters, I should say. Uh, Bo Nix is back. He did get banged up late last year. I think a healthy Bo Nix will be a good Bo Nix this year. And I think year two under Dan Lanning, they're going to be better than they were year one. And year one, they, they went 10 and three last year. They should have played for the Pac 12 title, uh, blew a game late against Oregon State to blow that. But I'm I'm high on Dan Lanning. I think he's awfully good. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, almost got the OU job or he was in the running for the OU job. He didn't go there. He ended up going to Oregon. I think he's kind of a new age coach. I think he really does understand uh, how to use the transfer portal to his advantage. So I get it. I I, I am conflicted because their schedule is tough. Yeah. I'm not going to be shocked at all, though, if they go to Washington and win. Well, right? um, I'm going to say this. Between them, Utah, and Washington, I had trouble distinguishing them. I do have USC above them, I, which we'll get to in a little bit. I, I see. I'm with you. My second team out of that Pac-12 this year is Oregon. Okay. And see, but I've got them fourth. So. That is with the, with the thought of – I'm really high on the coach, and I think okay. he did a really good job last year. And yep. I just feel another year of getting his guys in there. I really feel like he's going to have a yeah. big year. So I and like he Oregon. You think about the new age of college football with with Oregon. Mm-hmm. They've got all the resources. They've got the NIL deals they lined up. They, they do. And then they've got a younger coach that understands what you have to do to get players. Yep. I just feel like they're going to overcome that tough schedule. Well, they might. Uh, I'm not high on Bo Nix. I'm not either. And that's why I ranked them a little lower because I, I like the uh, uh, Utah quarterback better than I do Bo Nix. It's fair. And I, more than fair. I do too. And the Washington quarterback, I'm not terribly high on him, but he's good. And, of course, yeah. the USC quarterback, forget it. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, this is going to be entertaining. And I'm the same way in the Big 12. You can take my – let's see. I've got four Big 12 teams ranked. You can flip them any other way you want. All right. Well, let's keep on going. Let's All go right. to number 19. Number oh, 19. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Before we yeah, do, yeah. Nine yeah. and a half is the over-under. So you're going to probably I'm go, going to go under. under. I'm going to go under. And I'm going over. So there's gotcha. our first big disagreement. There. Yeah, and you got, you like, you, you've got to because you like them better yep. than I do. So. Okay, 19. Yeah, sounds good. Number 19. 19, okay. (laughs) Uh, My first Big 12 team comes in at 19, and that's K-State. Okay. And I like K-State. I think they're great, very well coached. I don't think they're overly talented. And that doesn't mean I I don't think they're talented. I guess it does. But in talent level, I don't think they're as good as some of the others. Therefore, they lose some games that you don't think they're going to lose. And that's why I just cannot get on the bandwagon for them. Mm-hmm. I don't – I think it's questionable for the quarterback. I don't think he's a guy that's going to lead you to 10, 11 wins. I just don't. I look at the schedule. Uh, they Their third game of the year is at Missouri. They should win that. That's not easy. That no. will not be easy for them to go into Columbia and win because uh, Missouri's decent. Uh, everybody's got – a very low opinion of Oklahoma State. It's still hard to go to Stillwater and win. On a Friday we need, night. 
yeah, Gundy does a fantastic job of coaching. I don't care what you think about him. He's a great coach. He'll have that team better than what we think they're going to be. Probably. They got to go to Lubbock. That's not easy. They have to go to Texas. And um, they should be able to win the rest of them. So or they have TCU at home. I don't see them coming through that without, uh, without some losses somewhere. So I've got them at 19. And, and to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not real confident they're going to be 19th. I had to put somebody somewhere. So I got them rated probably a little too high. You could talk me into moving Oregon ahead of them for sure. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of this uh, Kansas State team either. I Well, let me go. Let me backtrack. I'm not a huge fan of their talent on the roster. Yeah, exactly. I am a huge fan of the way they play, yes. um, the style they play, how they're coached, all the, the, uh, the things like that. Really yeah. respectable. I like to watch them. Um, I, I'm with you. I think Will Howard – I think he's good. I don't think he's great. I think he's he's tough, you know, but it's it's he's just a typical K-State quarterback. They're a tough team. Their over-under is seven and a half. I do think they'll go eight and four, so I'll go over that number. I'm going over. I'm, I'm with you. But I also lean kind of with Kevin. Like, I'm not sure they're going to win 10 games. Like, I think they oh, are going to no. just a bit. Yeah. I will say that to Kevin on Iowa State. I think they're headed for a fall. Uh, and and Matt Campbell should have got out of there. How much farther can they fall? They were awful last year. So. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to be better this year. So, um, yeah, the Mizzou game is definitely a revenge game. They got slaughtered at K State early in Missouri the year last ready. year. Yeah, Missouri so. will be ready. They will be ready for that game. They improved. Missouri did throughout the season last that's year. That's an so. old. That's an old rival too. Yeah, and. and Listen, K-State is not a like a, a team full of monsters, meaning no. if you're up for a game, if you're really ready to go, K-State can't go in there and just run you over and you're helpless, right? Like, How about, how about this, Aaron? I'm going to make you a little bit. I think Missouri has more talent than K-State does. Yeah. I, I They probably, if you look at recruiting rankings, I don't think mm-hmm. there's any doubt Missouri probably has yeah. better you know, players. Yeah. But that doesn't that, always, that doesn't mean, always mean you're going to win. No, no. All right, let's move on. Number 18. Okay, let's get the fight going here. Okay. At 18, I have Oklahoma. Okay. So I'm ready. Uh, again, I don't think they're going to be great, mm-hmm. but I look at their schedule. There's some key games on there. If they win them, I think they can win nine games. So when, when we go through it, um, they should win the first three. Uh, a tricky game in Cincinnati. Again, a lot of people have given up on Cincinnati and they lost a lot and they lost their coach. And I get why people are down on it, but that's still not going to be easy. And then they should beat Iowa State. So they should be 5-0 and mm-hmm. going into the uh, uh, Cotton Bowl against Texas. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, obviously iffy. Then they got Central Florida and Kansas. If they win the games they should win, let's say Texas beats them, they're seven and one. And then they go to Oklahoma State, which is tough. Uh, West Virginia, by the time they play BYU, who knows what will be going on by that time. That'll be tough because it's out there in the end with TCU. So the schedule is doable. If they're any good, they should be able to win nine games. If they're any good, we don't know. 
Well, first of all, over under is at nine and a half. So even even I'm going action here, you're going under. Yes. And that's in a nutshell, very depressing to think that nine and three will be a good season at OU, and that's how it's fallen in a very short amount of time. But you um, would agree that's a good season. I said on Sharp Money the other day, if they went nine and three, I would do a backflip. I would think that would be Absolutely. a very good season. Um, and here's the problem that I see. I, I think offensively, Oklahoma is going to be pretty good. Um, I, th I think Gabriel is an average quarterback, but I do think he will improve this season. I think he'll be okay. Um, they've got great running backs. I think they're very deep at wide receiver and tight end. And I think the offensive line is going to be pretty good. So I, there's a lot to like uh, offensively for offensively. OU. I have much higher expectations for this offense this year than I did last year. So that's a good start. Mm -hmm. I fail to see where this defense is any better. And I think that is where the big problem with me comes in with this team. There's no doubt how they get to nine wins. Even this defense has got to be better. Oh yeah. I don't see it. Well, I look at it. I look at a defensive line that looks little, undersized, weak. Nobody really knew from that. That's any kind of note. They got a guy from Notre Dame. They've been bragging on. He really didn't do much at mm -hmm. Notre Dame. You look at the linebacking crew. They look slow. They look undersized to me. And listen, we haven't had a secondary at Oklahoma since like 2002 or three. So mm -hmm. all valid. This, I don't. I don't see how they're going to be any better. I mean. I, let me let me backtrack. I don't see how they're going to be back in, in in any kind of way of 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 competing for even the conference this year. I don't. Well, I think they have a chance because I don't think anybody's any good in the conference. I don't well, think they're a dominant team. You you kind of bypass like at Cincinnati. That's a game that this the team last year would not go win. I didn't bypass that. I think they could lose it. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. That's that's a team that a lot of people that they're maybe not people that are listening. But a lot of people I've talked to, like going through the schedule, the guys on Sharp Money, they're like, oh, they'll win at Cincinnati. And I stopped them and I said, this is not Oklahoma. No. This is the Brent Venables version of Oklahoma. This is not Lincoln Riley. This is not Bob yeah. Stoops. If you go based off what we had last year, and this roster is not a ton different. Well, they're, they're not winning at Cincinnati. They couldn't win at LSU. They couldn't beat Baylor at home. I'm talking about at Norman last year. Yeah. Um, they had to fake a field goal to beat Iowa State. Yeah. They couldn't win at Texas Tech. They're not winning at Cincinnati unless they're better. This unless year. they're better. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have to be on the defensive end. That's where it's going to have to be. Offensively, they will be all right. I will sit here and say this. If they are significantly improved defensively, meaning they go from a top 115, I think they were 115th in the country last year in defense. If they move that number into even the top in the 50s, like top mm -hmm. 50, let's say, mm -hmm. I think they can win nine or 10 games. Yeah. I think they will be significantly better. I don't see it. That's where the problem is. Well, it's legit. I mean, uh, these these guys they brought in are mostly on the defensive end or defensive side of things. Yeah, they've got it. They've got to pan out. They got it. And I don't know how they can be worse than what they had. They can't be worse, but they they don't necessarily have to be. 
like they they could go from 115th to 90th, and that's not going to cut. Well, that's right? not going to help, right? Yeah. No. So uh, I, again, so that will be the whole key. Is, and on, honestly, the difference in last year, if they could have gotten a handful of stops, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about in a game. I'm talking about the whole season. If they yeah. just could have got six, seven stops, yeah, they'd have won nine. Stops, they would have won nine or ten. Yeah, and that was and and they've got basically. I don't ever worry about the offensive line at Oklahoma because they got one of the best offensive line coaches in the country. Yep. He usually competes it together because they did lose four fifths of their offensive line, which is usually a concern. You don't worry about it at Oklahoma much. No. Offensively, they are fine. They were fine last year offensively. When get when Dylan Gabriel was healthy, they were fine. They were fine. Now they but the problem was was they weren't like the Lincoln Riley years, they were so good that it masked how bad the defense was that last year. They couldn't overcome the defense. No, they couldn't. And no one, very few teams can. Yeah. They were just so good. Dylan Gabriel is a very good quarterback. He's, he's a, not great. He's and a, that's what they've had at Oklahoma. For God's sakes, look who they've had. Yeah. Gabriel is good enough to win the Big 12. He is. Yeah. But he has to have a lot of help. He does. He can't. He's not Baker Mayfield. He's not no. Kyler Murray. He's not Jalen Hurts. He's not Caleb Williams. Those no. are three Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks, and the other guy finished second. And yeah. by the way, the guy that finished second is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep, yep. That's what we've had at Oklahoma, and this poor kid is yep. being compared to that, and, and it's totally unfair. And and how he's criticized. And yep. on top of that, he doesn't. He didn't have the players around him that those no. guys had. Those guys no. had NFL players around them as well. Joe Mixon. Great running back at Cincinnati, yeah. right? Yep. Um, uh, Ryan, Lamb, Mark Andrews. E.D. Lamb, come on. Yeah. Mark yeah. Andrews. Uh, Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. These guys are superstars. Yep, yep. Offensive linemen all over the NFL. Yeah. The best center in the league is Bubba Burcham, and we, you know, I mean, not not, not Bubba <laughs> Burcham. Uh, uh, that was a Creed Humphrey. Uh, old team, uh, Creed Humphrey, yeah. Uh, Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown. Uh, yep. What's uh, Williams? What's his name? Uh, yeah, Trent Williams. Yep. Trent Williams. Those guys all played at Oklahoma. Right. And NFL. Yep. And they're in the NFL. Yep. As all pro. Yep. And now, and then we're trying. Uh, people that get on Dylan Gabriel, get a life, get a brain. This guy's. He is what he is. He's a good kid. Yeah. Well, like I told the guys on on Monday, I said, "You might like Dylan, you may not like Dylan, but he's the he is the furthest thing from a problem at Oklahoma." Like, oh, absolutely. Out of if you ranked, okay, each situation, he's the last thing you're worried about. He's because you know what it. he's going to do. Like he's 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 very consistent, and I mean, well, he just threw for what. 300 yards almost every game. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're going to get out of him. He's he's probably going to turn it over a time or two, but he's also going to make a lot of plays. So Almost every quarterback in the country does that unless you have a Heisman Trophy guy. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway. But anyway, that's. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting year, of which I am the least looking forward to than any year I can remember. Well, I do think uh, Kevin could be right. I, I think this is this is a just the absolute pivotal year for OU because you could look at it 
if if they do have to make a, a full-fledged coaching change, it, it I think it will happen at the end of this season if they don't yeah. have a very good season. And that's going to be really interesting going into a new conference. And the flip side of it is if they improve vastly, then you have a little bit better of a feeling. If he if Venables oh, can turn around the defense and they win, let's say, 10 games, you feel like, okay, we're making progress. So it's yeah. a pivotal year. It is. And the other, the other side of it, their recruiting is unbelievable right now. They're it giving is. a lot of top quality players. Yep. Yep. So I think eight and four will save his job, but the heat will still be on. Anything I, less than that, they're going to have to think about a change. Last thing I'll, last thing we'll say, because we got so many other teams to go here. Yeah. Um, I think eight and four is the absolute worst case scenario. I do too. Because eight and four means he stays and they really had they really weren't any better. Yeah, you're probably right. If they go, you know, ten and two or better, obviously that's the best case scenario. I think six and seven, another six and seven season is actually better than another than an eight and four season. <laughs> if you want to get rid of him, yes. Yeah. Right. So all right, let's go on. Next next I will just say this and this we'll close it. With the talent we have right now, we would go six and seven in the SEC, maybe five and eight. I don't, or five and seven, because you wouldn't have a bowl game. I don't know that they would win that many. No, they may not. Yeah. Well, they'd win three non conference games. So then, <clears throat> actually, I think they played four in yeah. the SEC. All right. Actually, let's people, they asked me this on the, on the Sharp Money the other day. What do you think about this? <laughs> I would rather us just have a good football team. I don't really care where it's at. at this Not point. me, Kevin. I'm from the very first day. I said this is stupid. If you want to keep winning, the yeah. way Oklahoma wants to win, right? So switch. I would rather be in the Big Twelve and compete for the title. And so will most of the Oklahoma fans. It's going to be fascinating what happens in about year three of the SEC, and they've not competed for a conference championship. You watch. All those idiots that have said, oh, God, this is great. We're going to go win that SEC. <laughs> Watch what happens then. Yeah. Well, they can't. Right now, I can't even think about the SEC because we no. can't beat Oh, West absolutely Virginia. not. So, no. The thing right, is, next. let's go on. We'll, we'll discuss this further <laughs> down the road. Right? Next. Who's <laughs> <the best> team? <laughs> All right. Next, from the American Conference. The green wave okay. of Tulane at number 17. And you're going, oh, he's lost his mind. Okay. No, no. They're going to ride to the, the momentum of the USC game, mm -hmm. right, which got them a lot of attention nationally. When you've got these lesser teams, there's got to be some reason that they grab your attention. And that comeback in whatever bowl that was, what was that, Fiesta Bowl? Uh, Cotton Bowl, Cotton Bowl, yep, was something you're going to remember. And oh, yeah, they're going to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. And you look at their schedule, uh, I only see two or three games if they stay healthy and if they win the games they're supposed to. They got a tricky one with Mississippi in week two. That game's at Tulane, mm -hmm. and that's going to be interesting to see how they stack up. Uh, and then they, you know, Memphis is always pretty tough, and they got to go there. That's a game they could struggle. But then you look, they got okay, South Alabama at Southern Miss, Nickel State, uh, UAB, North Texas at Rice at South or East Carolina 
Tulsa, at Florida Atlantic, and then they wrap up the season with San Antonio in New Orleans. And that's why I have them picked over San Antonio. They won this conference last year when it was a hell of a lot tougher than it is this year. Right, yeah. And they got a lot of people back. They did lose their running back, who was really good. But I think they're going to win it. And nine and a half, a lot of people think they're going to be good too. I got them at 10, so I'm going to have to go over yeah, 12 and 2 a year ago. Like I said, they did beat USC in that Cotton Bowl. I don't really care about the bowl games uh, that aren't the major ones anymore because it's just like, I don't know. I you just you don't know who really shows up and who doesn't. But right. still, really good team. Six back on offense, including the quarterback. Said so did lose the running back. Eight back from a defense that was kind of underrated. They were good at times when they needed to be. I'm with you. I like Tulane a lot. Over under is set at nine and a half. I think we're both going over. And it looks like Kevin going under as well. He, he thinks they're going to win 10. So, yeah. Um, Willie Fritz, great, great coach as great well. Great coach. Yep. Yep. All right. Next. All right. From the Big 12, we go to number 16, and that would be the Horn Frogs, everybody's darlings from last year. Uh, I think they're going to take a little bit of a drop. Uh, uh, I don't know that the quarterback situation will be as good as it was last year, even though he beat Dugan out. We're talking about Chandler Morris Mm -hmm. and they got hurt before the season started. And then Max Dugan stepped in. They had a lot of great skill people that they've lost as well. I think they're going to take a little bit of a drop. Um, Looking at their schedule. um, It's not terribly hard. Um, you know, it's just kind of how good you think Chandler Morse is going to be. TCU knows how to win. Um, tricky game in Houston in week three. You know, that'll be a tough game. Um, then then you scroll on down through there. They got to go to K-State. I don't know if they'll beat K-State out there. They got to go to Texas Tech, and I'm telling you, Tech is going to be better. They have Texas at home, finish up the season at Oklahoma. Depending on where OU is, that could be a really big game in the in the conference. So mm-hmm. I've got them. Definitely, I'm going to go over seven and a half for sure. I think you might have them overrated, but I don't think they're going to drop near as much as what people think either. Um, and and this is the deal. And this is this has been my biggest kind of criticism of Venables uh, versus some of the other coaches that have been like were first year coaches last year. It's the use of the portal. And yeah. Venable sucks at using the portal, you know, and I, you, you look at like, oh, you gets guys from like Hawaii and Wake Forest yeah. and Indiana. And it's like, well, this is a joke. Like who cares? You look at the portal for TCU. First of all, I think Chandler Morris is going to be going to be at the next Max Dugan. I think he will step in and really be good. So I think quarterback, they're going to be fine. Um, if, when you look at running back uh, transfer from Alabama, the number yeah. one running back in his class is now at TCU. You look at wide receivers, a transfer from Alabama who was yeah. heavily touted, a transfer from Oklahoma State who was a stud. So there you go. All of a sudden, this offense everybody was worried about, well, if Chandler Morris does what I think he's going to, look out. That offense has talent all over the field. Yeah. Defensively, they didn't lose a whole lot from that defense. It was just okay. They've also added transfers like a kid from Georgia, you know, I mean, it just makes sense. Oh, you uh, like adds a kid from Wake Forest. TCU adds a kid from Georgia. How does that make any sense? Right. I mean, 
they, 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 let's see, they added a kid from Georgia. They added a kid from Florida. Okay. And they, they did add one from Colorado. So that was, I'm surprised. Oh, you probably just couldn't get him. Got beat out like, <laughs> for him. But I look at the transfer portal and go, well, they kind of plug some holes. Now, will they, you know, gel? Will they be as good as last year? And absolutely not. Are they going to win more than five games? I'm sorry. Ken, I totally disagree. I think I TCU has a winning record. I don't, I don't have huge expectations for them. I think you're seeing this as a coach that understands how to use the portal. I think yeah. they'd be better than you think. That's all I'm saying. I, I think yeah. they go waiting for. So I, I still think you got them overrated, but I do think they go over that win total. So, all right, next team. Uh, 15 will be Utah, the okay. Utes, who I miss on every year. And I think you do too. Mm -hmm. And again, I, I think they're going to be really good. They're tough. They're well coached. I love their quarterback. Their offense is good. They just have a really tough schedule. And, you know, they open up with Florida. That's at home. That's still a tough one. Uh, they got to go to Baylor after that Florida game. I could see them not being ready to play. It ain't easy to go to Waco either. So mm -hmm. they could split those first two games. They got to go to Oregon State. Oregon State's going to be pretty good. Got to go out to Corvallis. I believe that's a Friday night. That's pretty tough. Uh, they got to go to USC. They got USC's number. I don't know if they're going to beat USC out there. They should uh, after beating them twice. They should. Yeah. They got Oregon at home. They got to go to Washington. So their schedule is really tough. And that's why I don't have them ranked a little bit higher. And they seem to lose a game somewhere they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a really good team. I, I really like Utah. They got almost every, well, not almost everybody, but, but got a lot of people back, including Cameron Rising, seven on offense, nine on defense back that started last year. I think they're going to be the tough. Schedule. I, the schedule's tough, but man, this team can go beat you. And I think they kind of showed USC last year in that, in that PAC 12 title game. They're kind of the bully of that conference a little bit, aren't they? They kind of, they kind of just were like, yeah, we're going to be more physical, and that's how we're going to win games, and that, that still wins in football, uh, in college football, believe it or not. With all the offense, it still usually comes down to who can kick whose ass on the line of scrimmage, and Utah was able to do it to a lot of teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, the total number there at eight and a half, I think that does reflect the schedule. I'm going over. I think they go over. I think yeah, they'll I think finish they better, better than what you have them ranked here. I think they'll win at least nine. So Okay. Well, it, well, then you're going under then. No, no, eight and a half. No. Eight and a half. Sorry. Yeah. You're going over. Going over. Gotcha. All right. I agree. I think they're tough. All right. Next. Okay. This one, I team, I think is being overrated by the national media. Okay. And I'm basing it on what I saw in the bowl game last year. At 14, I have Florida State. I don't think they're that good. Uh, Oklahoma should have beat them. Yeah. And so I'm basing that totally on that, which is probably wrong. But they had their players, and Oklahoma should have won the game. And we weren't any good. Mm -hmm. So I don't think – I think they're overrated. I think the national media wants Florida State to be great again. Yeah. And it is good for college football when they are – the publication I look at the most have them at six. I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't think they're that good. So I got them at 14. Um, they opened the season with LSU in Orlando. So that's a neutral site game. It's really not. Florida State will have more fans, I think. I don't know. LSU may 
may travel pretty well to I that. Predict, I'll, I'll make a prediction right there. I think LSU will dominate that game. Go yeah, ahead. they might. So I, 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 I highly doubt they win. Uh, Florida State. They have to go to Clemson. When's the last time they beat Clemson at Clemson? I don't think they'll go to Clemson and win. No, no I don't either. No. Um, and then they, they've still got Florida. They're going to have to beat in at Florida. Who knows? They get a tricky game at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh sometimes pulls off upsets, mm-hmm. you know, and Pittsburgh's been decent. I, mm-hmm. I just don't think this team is that good. So I've got them at 14. This may be one that bites me in the butt. Well, I, they got a ton of people back from a team that went 10 and three. Anytime you've got those kind of players back, they're going to rank you high. That's true, but um, it was the ACC. Yeah, I know, but still, I'm just trying to explain why they're ranked that high. You, oh, okay. you got everybody back. You got the quarterback back. You you improved. Your name is Florida State. That means a ton. No, it's not, it does. not be dumb here. Uh, that means a ton. So there's a lot of things that kind of, you know, lean your way a little bit there when it comes sure. to that. Uh, I'm on the fence with them. I I think I like them a little better than you do, but I'm, I'm not in love with them. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see what their win total is here as I scroll I wish these were in alphabetical order. That would be, that would be nice. But uh, usually I scroll as you're talking. And so anyway, but I I felt like they made a big stride. And I we've always kind of said when when this uh, when uh, when Mike Norvell was struggling, we were like, God, I thought he was better than this. And yeah. it was a big stride, but they got to They got to back it up. Nine and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm Me too. I'm Me going too. under that nine and a half. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I think I think they lose to LSU. I think they lose to Clemson, and I'm with you. I think somebody just kind of upends them. I think nine and three makes sense for Florida State. Yeah, I do too. Yep. All right, next team. Okay, this is one I always overrate, and I'm going to the Big Ten for this okay. one. I'm going with the Badgers from Wisconsin. At well, I think 13. this is an interesting team. Okay. Yeah, I like the schedule. Mm-hmm. I love their coach. I think he's going to make a world of difference. Uh, they Tanner Mordecai came in there from SMU. Yep. I think that's going to improve them tremendously. I don't think he's fantastic, but he's competent. He finally gives them a quarterback that can throw the ball. And they're they're opening up their offense, which I think is going to be a huge advantage in the Big Ten. And I think this team's got a shot to be a surprise. Uh very tricky game week two. They got to go to uh, Pullman, Washington to play the Cougars. Mm-hmm. And you're going, <laughs> Washington State, you got a team that's ranked 13. They're not going to go beat Washington State. It's early in the season. Yeah. That could be an ambush. So they're going to be ready for that. They get through that. Uh, week four, they got to go to Purdue. Purdue pulls off an upset every once in a while. So they got to go through these hurdles. They got to win these games like that. They have to. I think they will. Uh, they got Iowa at home. Aren't you proud? I don't have Iowa ranked this year. Aren't I was afraid proud? when you said Big Ten you were going to say it. No, higher. no, no, no. Uh, although Iowa does have an interesting uh, transfer quarterback, the guy that was at uh, Michigan, yeah. McNamara. I think that will help them. And they got Ohio State at home. Uh, I don't know if they're good enough to beat them, but they could be by then. They don't play Michigan. They don't play Penn State. These are all pluses. They there's two games they could lose. They don't have them on the schedule. The schedule, the coaching change, Tanner Mordecai is why I have them ranked at 13. I'm not too surprised. I won't be too surprised if they get into the top 10. 
I am very curious because they I think Luke Fickle's great. And I think Tanner Mordecai's great, honestly. I think he's got a chance to really shine. Um I'm I'm really high on him as well. And I hope it's not just because of Tanner. I hope it's because I like the rest of their roster enough uh to to, you know, it just kind of felt like this is a very even though they've been really, really consistent, they've just kind of been a tad off, right? Yep. And it just, yep. they just, they just never really live up to what you think they're going to do. I think, I think they're going to be really good this year. I think he's built a pretty good team here year one. So I'm with you. I like Wisconsin. Yep. yep. Um, over under eight and a half. We're going to both go over, I'm guessing. Absolutely. All right. Next. Well, I hate this one. Uh, from the Big 12, I've got Texas at number 12. Mm -hmm. talent is there, Mm -hmm. but they seem to lose games they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Now, if they can ever get over the hump, I think they win the Big 12. Mm -hmm. So I don't know whether that's saying anything or not, but look at their schedule. It's doable. I don't think they're going to go to win in Alabama uh, in week two. I don't think so. Uh, But you know, then they got to go to Baylor. They got Oklahoma. I, I think they're better in Oklahoma. Um, but you get past that. Really, the only game on the schedule that they shouldn't or they is they got to go to TCU. The rest of that Big Twelve schedule is not that hard. Mm-hmm. So based on that and their returners that they have back, I don't see why they can't win ten games. But I don't know that they will. They're, they are just a classic, uh, classic underachieving team. Um, even, even with Sark, you know, last year they had a lot of hope and they, they underachieved again. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not I'm sold on him. Oh, I think Sark's a joke to be completely honest, but this offense looks so good. I mean, this offense how is this not going to be the best offense in the Big 12? I mean, got, it should be. They've yes. got great weapons all over the place. Yeah. Uh, they got the one guy they lost uh, was B. John Robinson, but they replaced him with the number one running back and tr- recruit in the country who's supposed to be a stud. Yeah. I, I just think offensively, this is just. They should be great. They're, they should be great. Um, defensively, I still am not completely sold on right. it. We'll see what happens there. But this to me. Honestly, it looks like a Lincoln Riley type Oklahoma yeah, team. Could be where it's like their offense is going to be good enough to cover up a lot of holes. I, I think Texas is the Big 12 champion this year, honestly. And I I never picked them to do that, but I'll say this if they have another like eight and five type of year, they don't have the right guy. No, I mean they got they need to have a big year and they they've got what it takes. They should be in the top ten. They I should so. talent wise. I don't like Yeah. They should be in the top 10. Yeah. So it, it looks like Kevin B is, is, is with us. You know, he did. I'm with like that. That's perfectly. I don't think they're going to beat Alabama, but I think they'll compete with them. And I think they can. And oh, I never can. back Texas, but yeah. I, I think, I think they're going to be really tough. So, but yeah, yeah, I don't like Sark at all. I think he's a no. joke. I, I don't, I don't know how he ever got that job. Um, with his past, I, I don't know how he got it, uh, but anyway, he did. And the bottom line is they've got players. They've got the players for the first time in a while. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if they underachieve, it's either going to be a lot of injuries or he just does a terrible job. 
I agree. I, I think they're going to be really, really good. Oh, let's see. I didn't scroll down to them. I think they're nine and a half, and I would go over. Oh, uh, yeah, nine and a half going over. So, all You're right, number 11. Over. Okay, number 11, Washington. Okay. At number 11, they're ranked pretty high. They seem to lose games somewhere along the line that they shouldn't. I think they're going to be really good. I just don't think I can put them in the top 10. Looking at their schedule, week three, well, they, they open with Boise State. They could lose that. I, yeah. It's at home, so I don't know. Week three, they have to go to Michigan State. That won't be easy. They have to go to USC. They do have Utah at home, and they and they have Oregon at home. So they've got some key key games at home. Uh, I'm not high on Penix like a lot of people are, the quarterback for Washington, mm-hmm. although their offense was extremely good last year. I don't think he's great. Uh, so a lot of people do. He sometimes has a tendency to get hurt, and I think they would be in trouble then. But I've got him at number 11 uh, simply because I think they'll lose a game somewhere they shouldn't. I think I think you got them picked right. Nine and a half wins, I think that's really tough. I don't know. They're nine and three or ten and two. I think they're right yeah. on the line. Um, I probably would lean the under. Me too. But <laughs> – I don't have a good feeling about it either way. I'm going to stay away from this one completely. I yeah. oh, I wouldn't bet it. Uh-oh. I like this team. I like I like DeBoer as a coach. I, the problem's going to be: is it them or is it Utah? Is it them or is it Oregon? Absolutely. Are they just going to beat each other up? Ah, That's right. I, I just don't you got know. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number ten. You nailed it. Uh, number ten from the SEC, the Volunteers of okay. Tennessee. At number 10, um, I think they might have overachieved a little bit last year. This one's touchy for me. I could see them dropping a little, but I do like Heupel, and I think he does a good job. And I look at their schedule, uh, if they can win a couple of games. Like an SEC team that wins nine will probably be in the top 10. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm looking at. Uh, they've got to go to Florida and win. That's one that they they really have. They've got to go beat a Florida team that still looks like they're a little bit down. Mm-hmm. They have a tricky game after that Florida game because that's a big rival, Florida is. Texas-San Antonio comes in to Knoxville the next week. That's an interesting one to look at down the line. They have South Carolina at home. they got A&M at home. I don't think they're going to go to Alabama and win. Uh, they have – Got to go to Kentucky, but I think they're better than them. Then they got UConn. They got to go to Missouri and win. They have Georgia at home, and they have Vanderbilt. So the schedule's not just bad. You know, there's there's it's tough because it's in the SEC, but I think they can come through. And the I see the over under there is nine and a half or nine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over or under nine and a half. Uh, yeah, and like nine and three in the SEC could get you in the top ten yeah. for sure. I I think they take a step back, and I don't think it's significant, but I, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. So, no, um, I'm going to go under that nine and a half as well. I like them, I don't love them. Yeah, they blew their chance last year when they lost at South Carolina. And this is a big thing. Kevin chimes and said, "Everyone loves Milton. I'm not fully sh- fully sure why I don't love him that much. I'm kind of with you. I'm not Thank completely you. sold on him. So." No. I, I think they go. I think they go backwards just a bit. Still have a good season, but not that outstanding yeah. season. Yeah, me too. Okay, number nine. 
Number nine, I'm going with the Fighting Irish at number nine, mainly because they got Sam Hartman. To yeah. come big. That is a big, big find yep. for them. And I don't blame Sam Hartman for leaving no. uh, and, and going to Notre Dame for his senior year. Yep. He accomplished everything he could where he was at, and he knew he wasn't ever going to have a chance to compete for a national title. This is where the transfer portal can help. You know, I, I understand this one. So I look at their schedule. They have the schedule necessary to finish in the top 10. They have to win some of these games. Uh, week three, tough game, North Carolina State. They have to go there. I, they will beat them. I think. They should win that. Yeah. Uh, the key game is game five. Mm-hmm. Ohio State comes to uh, South Bend. That's a key, that's the key game to their season. Yeah. Uh, they got to go to Louisville, as Dennis says. That could be an ambush. You never know. Louisville's, you know, you just never know. They have USC at home. And they have to go to Clemson. The rest of the schedule is doable. So those are the key games. And if they win, I'll say North Carolina State, Ohio State, Louisville. Sorry, Dennis, I'm not counting Louisville. Uh, Clemson, USC. Those are the the four for me. They split those. They're in the top ten. Trying to find their over under. Oh, here it is, eight and a half. Um, Yeah, I'd probably go over eight and a half. I would go under nine and a half. I think they're nine and three. I I don't. I don't think they're much better i think the schedule is tough i think it is i kind of disagree i I think i don't just count home games as well i mean ohio state and usc oh i know that's not gonna be easy either one of them Uh, here's the the four toughest games i see north carolina state ohio state usc and at clemson yeah i say they definitely lose two of those yep yep I, i think nine and three I think nine and three. So I'll go over eight and a half. I think sure. a nine and three Notre Dame might make the top 10. Yeah. With that schedule. I do too. I yeah. Do too. yeah. Especially because they, if, if they beat Ohio State, USC, or Clemson, that's going to give them a big bump. You so, bet. You and, bet. Yeah. All right. Number eight. All right. Uh, I'm not high on this team as much as others. I have Ohio State at number eight. I don't like the coaching staff. I think the head coach is a joke. I think he's a great recruiter, but I don't think he gets some. Their defense is awful, and I, I he reminds they remind me a lot of the Oklahoma teams with Riley. Mm-hmm. So their schedule's tough too. It's a very tough schedule. They don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They struggled in the spring at quarterback. It's a big issue when you play this schedule. Yep. So I got them at eight. I think they're going to drop a little. They, uh, I don't know that they go to South Bend and win. That I think Notre Dame can beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a possible loss. Uh, they don't play well at Purdue. They've gone into Purdue and got shit beat out of them several times. Yep. They have to go to Wisconsin, and that's later in the season. Who knows? And they got to go to Michigan. I think their schedule's tough. Yep. So I've got them at number eight. A lot of them have them in the top three or four. I don't see it. Yeah, Ryan, born on third day, is not a good coach, but a great recruiter. He is. He is. I would agree. Ten and a half. I'm going under. under. I don't. I don't love them either. I think they can go ten and two, but I don't. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying they're eleven and one or twelve. No, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Next. Uh, next, I have another 
Big Ten team that I always overrate, and that's Penn State. At okay. Now, earlier, Kevin, Ron, uh, earlier, Kevin says Penn State's going to win the Big 12. So well, or Big Ten, Big Ten, I'm sorry. Yeah, based on the schedule. They could. That's why I have them at seven. Uh, the key with them is their new quarterback. Yep. And I'm trying to find a name. Drew Aller. Yeah, this guy is heavily – Rated. I mean, he's supposed to be the real deal. Mm -hmm. If he is, they got a shot. Uh, but we don't know that yet. So you look at their schedule. West Virginia, Delaware, at Illinois and Iowa, and at Northwestern, and then UMass. They ought to go 6-0 and mm -hmm. to start the season. Then comes the biggie. they got to go to Ohio State in Week 7. I don't know whether they win that. they got Indiana at Maryland. Michigan's at home. Rutgers and they end up at Michigan State. That is a very doable schedule. Yep. Wisconsin's not on there. So that's why I have them. I think Ohio State could beat them and, and Penn State still finish ahead of them. Mm -hmm. So I have them at seven. All right. Seven for Penn State. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I think they're gonna be pretty good. Uh nine and a half. So we're both going over on yeah, that. that's yeah. sketchy, but I don't think I'd touch it. But no, it's it's listen, I, I like this team. I liked them a lot last year. I thought they were pretty darn good last year. They're their always losses, right there. Their, their losses to Michigan and to Ohio State. Now they were blowouts by the end of it, but still that's that's if you're gonna lose two games, that's the two teams. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's next? Okay, number six, the fighting tigers of LSU. Okay, I, I'm really high on them. Go ahead, though. You first. Well, I think they have one of the best coaches in the country. Yeah, I said that last year. What he did last year with that bunch is really – he's a great coach. Yep. He's weird. Who cares? That guy just wins. So can I can I jump in on him? Because I, yeah. I said something on, on Sharp Money that made him cackle. But has there ever been a more unlikable guy no. that's really, really good at something no. that where you're, you probably should – like one of the requirements is you got to be likable. You would think you got to be personable. You, he's the most off-putting individual <laughs> in college football. He's a real jerk, but he's not a jerk he's like to the media. Jerk. But his players love him, type of guy. No, he's just an asshole across the board. Just that year just after year after year, yeah. he has great teams. Oh, he does. Crazy. Anyway, go he ahead. Does, he, he does a great job. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how, but he does. Yeah, I would have them ranked even higher. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure they're not the second best team in the SEC. Mm -hmm. They may be, but their schedule is really tough. It's tough. It, yeah. It's really tough. And um, really good teams could lose two games or three with this schedule. The opener will tell us a lot. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, they got to go to uh, Mississippi. They should win that. Yeah. Alabama, they have to go there. Um there's just pitfalls all over the place when you play in the SEC mm -hmm. and your LSU. Everybody's ready for you. But if they get the quarterback play out of Jaden Daniels, they have the talent okay. and they should be in the may, maybe they may be in the top five. Yeah. Well, I, I look at Brian Kelly the same way. I look at like uh, Dan Landing out at Oregon. I just think year two, they're going to, you're going to see this team improve and, that, and they, they're improving off a good year one. So oh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I, I like, I hate Brian Kelly, but I do like to watch his teams because 
every year. It just seems like, God, they're good again. Like last year, like when they started, it's like, yeah, they're not going to be very good. You get to the middle of the season, it's like this LSU team is it's pretty good at and like how? Yeah, they get yeah. better. I know. All right, next. Uh I have Clemson at number five basically because they're in the ACC. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're the top five in the country, but until somebody beats them, they're still the best team in the ACC. Yeah. And they're gonna win a lot of games. And at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you remember last year they quote unquote weren't very good, but they did go eleven and three. Absolutely. Um, it now, now I'll say this to me: this is a program that has slipped a little bit. I mean, they're still really good. You know, they deserve to be number five. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah. But to me, they've slipped a little. They have. Bit. This, you know, what this reminds me of a bit when when Bob Soups first got to OU, it had that great run, mm-hmm. and then then like eight eight, nine years after they had that great run, they they were still good, but you knew every year they weren't national title. Right. And I think that's what Clemson is. Right? Well, I think the, the main reason is they haven't had a quarterback the last yeah. couple of years. Right, and the Klubnik quarterback this year, I, I we saw him limited last year. He did not look that good. No, he's the key. Yeah. Is he better than what he played? And yeah. I, I think he is. And they've got enough around him. He doesn't have to be great playing in this conference. So that's the only reason I have them at number five. Uh, they have a couple of tough games, but they're at home. They have Florida State and Notre Dame at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tricky game. They have to go to, to North Carolina State. And they have South Carolina at the end of the season. So they're going to be ready for South Carolina this time. Yes. Uh, so I, I like them at number five simply because of the schedule. Yeah, it's just bad. ACC is just bad. Roddy says watered down. It's it's the NL and AL Central. I agree. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Uh, they, anytime a team of this caliber has this kind of schedule, plays in this kind of conference, you do have to take notice of them. Yeah. Because they can, if they go, if, listen, if Clemson goes undefeated, they're in the playoff, right? Yeah. And you look at their schedule and go, well, they could do that. And they're well coached. Oh, oh I'm not knocking Dabo Sweeney at all. I think yeah. he's a very good coach and he's done an incredible job. But, yeah. They are starting to slip, I think. They are. They uh, are. By the way, we didn't do LSU's over under nine and a half. That's tricky, but with their schedule, I'm going to go over though. What Me about too. You? Me too. And then, I, and then Clemson's over under. I go back up to them here, uh, nine and a half again. I I think because of the schedule, they're over. I I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's the here's the deal. This is this is the deal. He said Kevin B says uh, Dabo, another asshole slash weirdo. Here's the difference between him and Brian Kelly. Dabo is an ass, but he he's like he appeals to the kids, right? Like his players really love him, and you can tell why because he's just kind of he's like them in a way, you know. I wouldn't call him an asshole. Yeah, he's I don't like him very well. He is weird, but what I'm saying is like he has to to the kids and to the other coaches, he has that salesmanship, man. Like they love him; they think he's the greatest guy. Nobody likes Brian Kelly. I, I, I tell you what, guys. I think these coaches get so sick of the media that they start becoming assholes. That's p- part of it, yeah. Because they get so tired of being criticized, and they yeah. and, and and I know that's part of the job. Mm-hmm. But I think they just finally get to the point where I'm tired of this crap. I I, I really do. I, I, I and I can see why. No, I agree. I agree. I like I said I don't think he's 
he's anywhere close to Brian. I, nobody is. I, I've just never met a guy that's, or not, yeah. I haven't met it, but never watched I, a guy. I, I've never so, cared for Dabo much, but yeah. it's not, I just think he's, he's kind of out there. He bit. is out there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, his, his players love him. Opponents can't stand him. He is that type of guy for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, yeah. yeah, he runs, runs out on the field. Like he's a player. I mean, he, it's, yeah. I agree. I, I agree with that. Show. Yeah, there's a lot of things I don't like about him, but mainly it's because he kicks my ass. He kicks our ass when we play him. I think that's another reason I don't like why a lot of guys, a lot of people in the ACC, certainly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we're into the top four. All right. Yes. Top four. Here we go. Okay. Number four, I have Alabama at number four. Okay. Uh, I wanted to pick them lower, but I look at their schedule and if they can win the games at home, man, it's hard to go in there and win. I can't help but think they're going to be number four. But from what I'm hearing, they don't have a quarterback. Well, yeah. first, before we go on, we always get to the root of the problem with gamblers, why they yeah. don't like people, and it is. Yeah, yeah I bet against them, and they beat yeah. me. So, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Alabama. I, I think they have quarterback the issues. And here's the deal. I don't think they're very good. But it's always hard to say that about Alabama. It is. Uh, it, let, me, let me back up. When I look at this team on paper, when mm -hmm. I look at how they have been the last couple of years, I shouldn't say I don't think they're very good. I don't think they're very good for Alabama. State. Right. And I have to start to think, and I said it last year, and I'll say it again this year, the new age of college football is Nick Saban really going to thrive in that situation? I don't I'm think so. I'm not sure. I question how much longer he wants to deal with this. Well, because don't you think their biggest problem is they just haven't had the players the last couple of years? They've slipped on defense. That's they because they don't have the guys. They They're growing other places. Yeah. yeah. Georgia's getting those best defensive players, some of them that Alabama got. Right. Because that's where they've slipped. Yep. They've improved immensely on the other side of the ball. You can't stop them. No. But now, yeah. if their defense isn't any better, they don't have the quarterback they've had. No, let me, that's what I was going to stop you at. Okay, so they slipped defensively, but they had the the All-American quarterback. Right. So maybe they did they improve offensively or did they prove at quarterback? Yeah, that's true. We're going to find out. Yeah. I think this is a, a year when we might see them drop a little bit. Because we're still, we just can't do it yet. We just cannot drop them yet. Right. But you look at their schedule. If you flip some of these games and put them on the road, it'd be a whole different story coming into a season with it. And they they admitted they did not find a quarterback in the spring. Yeah. Yes. And then did. after the spring, a kid from Notre Dame transferred to Alabama, which tells you they didn't find anybody. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's look at this schedule. The second game, Texas. If that Texas had them beat last year, yep. if that game was in Austin, they they might beat them this year. I think they would. Yeah. Okay. Um, go down to uh, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Okay. That game was in Knoxville. You'd have to switch it around, but it's in Tuscaloosa. Right. LSU is in Tuscaloosa. They have to go to Texas A&M. They struggle at Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. And they still have Auburn. So you switch those around, and, man, 
they could lose three or four. Yeah. And they might anyway. So the schedule is favorable for them because they have their toughest games at home. So that's why I couldn't drop them. But I won't be surprised if they lose three or four. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of toss-ups. I, I agree with, with both you guys. Uh, ah, man, I, 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 I'm just not going to be the one to come out and say, "Hey, Alabama's slipped," no. and then they're in the national championship. And I just, I can't say it. But well, I will say this: I would, be, I'm suspect of them. Go ahead. I'll be surprised if they're in the national championship. I will. You would the, you wouldn't be surprised because that uniform just fits. But yes, I kind of said it on, uh, the other day. The uniform doesn't win the games. The players in the uniforms yeah. win the game. The uniform makes a difference, but it doesn't win the games. Exactly. So, I mean. And they've been losing some games now, and they're not invincible anymore. No, no. So, yeah. I, it, it's going to be an interesting season for them. They, I mean, they could bounce out of it for sure. And sure. Maybe game two, they destroy Texas, and everybody's like, oh, they're fine. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, you, you, you talked about some of the games. Uh, the game that where I was like, oh, they're not very good, was the Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Arkansas game last year? Mm-hmm. Arkansas had them on had the yeah. freaking ropes. Yeah, they were beat. And what happened was Arkansas's ugly head came up, which is their defense is yeah. horrific. And they allowed them out of a long, like a third and long on a run, and they gave yeah. up a touchdown on it. They had him beat because Alabama's quarterback got hurt too. Yeah, they had them right where they wanted them. They had them Alabama, so. beat, and they blew it. But yeah, yeah uh, the over under ten and a half. I'm going, I'm going under. I'm going under. Yeah, I'm going for the under first time in history, <laughs> or in the last few years. Kevin's right. I think they're trying to sucker people into it. And again, I you know if they go eleven and one, we'll sit here and go, God, I can't believe we did that. But I just I just have to look at it on paper. They don't look like a normal Alabama team. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Next. All right, this one hurts me so bad. Okay, so uh, USC's number three. Number three is USC. Now, here's what I'm banking it on. I think they have a favorable schedule. Yeah. Where they have a lot of their tougher games at home. Uh, they have Washington at home. They have Utah at home. Um, they do have to go to Notre Dame, and they do have to go to Oregon. So provided they don't have a Lincoln Riley slip up, mm-hmm. you know, I think ten wins is is there, and they have the best quarterback in the country. Yep, and that's what I'm banking it on. Yep, and I'm not a Caleb fan, Williams fan, but he is the best quarterback in the country coming back anyway. Right, if he stays healthy, and their offense is going to be dynamic, and I just don't see them losing more than one game. So I've got them at number three. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, let me get to their over under real quick here. Um, but yeah, I listen, I, I think Caleb Williams is the best quarterback from a talent uh, perspective that I've, I've seen in person, maybe ever. I mean, he's just been, he just can do things that not a lot of quarterbacks to do incredible arm strength. Uh, and last year you kind of saw that progression in the decision-making uh, he also can run the ball if you need him to run the ball. He he's all world. There's no doubt about it. I mm-hmm. I think this USC team. I mean, they looked an awful lot like those Oklahoma teams uh, that Riley had last season. I think they're even more that way this season. Um, you've got you've got all the starters back on both sides of the ball. 
I don't think the defense will improve much because I've seen this before with his teams, but I, I don't think it's going to matter as far as getting to the playoff. I think, I think they're going to make the college football playoff. I don't think they'll win it, but I think they'll be in it. I, I think their offense will cover up a lot of problems. So I'm mm-hmm. with you. I think, I think USC is going to be really, really good. Uh, they do have to go to Notre Dame. I think that's going to be a real tricky game there. Um, you know, but other than that, I, you know, they go to Oregon. That's not easy either, but it sets up pretty well. I, I think they're 11 and one type team. Yeah. Uh, over under sitting at nine and a half, some places, 10 other places. I'm, I'm going over. I think they're going to be I, off. Yeah, I am too. I hope I'm jinxing them is what I really hope. I don't think that's, I think you and I have seen this movie before and yeah. I think we know what's going to happen. You know, up until they got to the big games last year, and, and that's when it matters, their defense wasn't bad. That's when they got to the big games and they flunked. That's a movie we've seen before. Absolutely. Every year, Oklahoma would start off really good defensively, and mm-hmm. then they'd get in, let's say, the Texas game, and they'd mm-hmm. have to lose. They'd lose forty-eight, forty-one, or they'd win forty-eight, forty-one. That's, that's what they're going to. And then you go, oh god, they're not a bit better, and we know we're going to get beat by the better teams somewhere down the line. Yeah, and that's what it was last year mm-hmm. and, and this is just i honestly i was i was like you know what he's flipped it he's flipped it they've got better players they're going to win the national championship that when they got on that role and then they went up against it that utah team and it's like no that it's still the same that, that's the stop they had to get that's who they are that's who he has been and it's great but like I said, when you get in that big one, you just kind of know, yeah, they they can't beat them because no matter how good your offense is, you have to get stops here and there, and they just never can get them. So, nope. Yeah. nope. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, here's the other thing. Papa said, "No, Papa, dude, our defense was missing open field tackles, missing tackles for loss. Uh, we were saved by creating turnovers. So that okay. is a big thing with Alex Grinch. That's what he really stresses." Uh, people, if you don't realize it, he, Alex Grinch was at Oklahoma for a couple of years and that was the thing. He was like, we're not really looking to build like a dominating defense. We're just wanting turnovers. Yeah. And when you get the turnovers, your defense does look pretty good. But when you don't create them, that's where it gets bad because then it gets down to fundamentals, one-on-one tackling. And that's where they just, we that's never... Great. We never got there, Rodney. I'm just being honest with you. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Grinch, the, the, the second year of Grinch is like, oh, they are going to be awesome. They were just as bad. So I, yeah. I don't have any confidence in Alex Grinch. Mm-mm. But I'll tell you this. It really didn't matter the defensive coordinator at OU. They they always just kind of look the same. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it really wasn't Grinch's fault. I mean, they look just as bad with, with like Ruffin McNeil and Mike Stoops. It's like they, they just kind of look like that. So anyway. yeah, all right, next. <laughs> uh, number two uh, from the Big Ten, Michigan at number two. And again, this is basically on the schedule. I think they have the easiest schedule in the Big Ten, and that's mm-hmm. why I went with them. Uh, their non-conference schedule is a joke. Uh, Arbaugh suspended for the first four games. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers all at home. Right, yeah. There's a lot of people that can win those four games. Yeah. They go to Nebraska. They should win. Uh, Minnesota is always, you know, you got to play well. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State, they struggle a little bit with them, obviously. That's a tough game for them. 
they have to go to uh, Penn State, and that'll be a huge game. And they finish at home against suddenly a team they can beat, and that's Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So I think they might lose a game, maybe one, but I don't think they're going to lose more than one. So I've got them at number two. I, I got to say one more thing because Rodney says, uh, nah, hell not. Nah. USC, we won't accept that. If it's the same, Lincoln has to fire him. Rodney, we fired coordinators like crazy, uh, defensive coordinators like crazy at OU under Lincoln Riley. I'm, what I'm telling you is it's it's the every time it would be hype, hype, hype. Here comes these new players, this new system, and it would look exactly the same with, with each coordinator. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a Lincoln Riley problem, and you guys will be. And I know this because I I know the cycle. The first time, you you make it all about the defensive coordinator, and everybody blames him. They run him out of town, and then you get a new guy in, and it's the same shit. And all of a sudden, you realize it it is a Lincoln Riley problem. And until that is proven otherwise, yeah, I don't care who he gets. He could get Nick Saban as defensive coordinator. I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Yeah. And I'm with you. We had we supposedly had good players, and I think you guys. I look at your roster; they're not as bad as what they're playing. The, the, well, the talent at USC, so yeah, I'll it, believe it when I see it. With them, I know, but I will say this: we had "quote unquote" good players, but they ain't a one of them playing in the NFL. What? Well, right, and that's true. That is true, and but we don't have good enough players. <laughs> at the end of the day, though. They were supposed to, and they never really developed. They never played like they should. No, we got we got highly recruited guys, and they never showed out. They never developed. No. So, no. I don't know what it is, and I totally get it. And we were the same yeah. way. Get them out of here. All right, got a new guy. He's going to be great. We suck again. I mean that that was that was just me being honest. That was the cycle. Yep. Yeah. Okay, you said Michigan. Cool. So we know. Uh-huh. We There's never that. been a more boring, good program for me than Michigan. That's true. I don't know why. I'm just bored by them, but I do think yeah, they'll too. be really, really good. Me too. Yeah. All right. George is number one. Tell us why. <laughs> well, <laughs> until somebody proves otherwise. Yeah. And you look at their schedule, you know, UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB. Those are the first four. Oh, yeah. They're all in Athens. Right. Then you got to go to Auburn, and Auburn's not in Georgia's category right now. Uh, Kentucky's at home. Then Kentucky's going to drop. Right. At Vanderbilt, wow, that'll be a toughie. Then they got Florida, but that's they're better in Florida. Yeah. Missouri, it's at home. Mississippi, it's at home. They got one tough game at Tennessee. Yeah. You know, if they stay healthy and everything, it all comes down to that game, mm-hmm. I think. I don't see them losing until they get to there. And then they finish with, oh, yeah, Georgia Tech. So the schedule's not that hard. They should continue to stay on top. Now, I don't know whether they win the national championship or not, but they should get to the SEC championship. They're definitely sure. at that Alabama level where you look at the regular season and you go, yeah, they're going to win. Yeah. Like, they're going to get there. Now, will they be elite to the point where they win the national title again? Like you said, I don't know. But Yeah, I don't know that. You do look at the regular season. Also. Like, yeah, they're probably not losing any yeah. games. They're in the weaker side of the SEC. Right. And there's no Alabama on the schedule. There's no LSU on their schedule. They don't have to play them. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's no Texas A&M. There's no Arkansas. There's nobody. Okay, who do they got from that side? They got Auburn, mm-hmm. and they're down. And they got Missouri and Mississippi. And two of those three are at home. 
So it's a schedule made to win that to get to the SEC championship game. I mean, you just have to you just have to play well to do it. You just have to do what you're supposed to do to yep. do it. Yep. Uh defense they should be really good. Offensively, Carson Beck takes over. Um, so we'll see if quarter like a lot of people are like, ah, Bennett, you know, he's not that good. He's not that good. We'll see. We'll see if well, they he won drop two him. national championships. He's pretty damn good. Well, that's just it, though. Bear people are like, Well, you could plug in anybody. Well, we'll no, see. You now you got a new guy. Let's see yeah, how he does. We'll see. Right. We'll see how that works. I yeah. would say it's gonna be okay, but until we see, we don't we never really know. No, no, yeah. And by the time they get to Tennessee. That's the 11th game of the year. You know, if you played Tennessee like third, the third game, yeah, he might not be able to beat them. But by the time you get to week 11, they're going to have that all straightened out, you would think. I, I would I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, I don't ever like to go over 11 and a half, <laughs> which is what the over-under is. But I think you're – I think you got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely when you get with them, it's like, yeah, I don't really want to bet that because I know no stumbles is interesting, but yeah, it's really tough to do. That's tough to do. Yeah, it's real hard. Even even for them, that's yeah. that is tough. It is. Yeah. All right. Anybody it else you want to mention before we? No, I do not. We've we've kind of we've really done a lot of teams. We have. Yeah. We'll cover the NFL soon. Yeah. So I'm thinking what we'll do. Next week we'll do Saratoga because it's Travers. Okay. And then the next week we'll do the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That worked for you? Gives me time to get ready for it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because next week is going to be heavy horse racing with the Travers yeah. and everything ending up at Saratoga. Um well, not ending, but the last big, big race. Um, Got it. Yeah. I'm in. Uh team, my team that you missed that I know you said you don't like, it's Texas AM. They're going to improve immensely. I have them ranked 14th. Okay. <laughs> I you could be totally right, Kevin. No doubt. Um, let me let me pull up AM here. I just don't like their history. So they did bring in um what's his face? Uh can't even, can't even think of that guy's name. Uh, uh Petrino. They did bring in Petrino. Um, that one they do have everybody back, but it did go five and seven. Um, that may be a bad thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they'll be fourteenth. No, they could be in the top twenty-five. Though they could definitely be top twenty-five. Yeah, I think the key for them, and we said it last year, and it's always the same. They got to beat Arkansas. That's a key game for both those teams. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, let's see. Little comments here. I don't know. Do you really want? I don't know if we want to do the little league grant. Go well, ahead. I'll just go real quick because I've got a lot of Go shit. ahead. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, real quick. Okay. I think Little League is great. Mm -hmm. And I love their rules. And it's what 12-year-old baseball should be. They don't steal bases. You can't lead off. You don't have to hold runners on. You, you shouldn't be doing that when you're 12 years old. You right. just shouldn't because you can't do it. They play smaller bases, you know, uh, six, what is it, 60 foot bases instead of 70 and 90. That's something they try to play when you're 12 and you're just not capable of doing it. So I think Little League's great. You don't make heroes out of 12 year old kids. You just don't. Mm -hmm. And that's my, I, used to, you just had the championship game on back in the old days. That was all it was. Man, I look forward to it. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. You shouldn't have all these games on. You're making heroes out of 12-year-old kids, and they don't need to be on TV. They just don't. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. So you're exploiting kids, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. And you're you're making them... Like, they interview these kids like they're Major League Baseball players. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And also, you're putting pressure on them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not right. And you got these coaches over there that think they're coaches, and they're really not. And they... I interview them like they're the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, right. yeah. I just, I just, they're mic'd up and I have not watched a pitch because I don't, I don't like it. I just don't. And I, yeah. I, I do, I just think it's, and then they said this morning, you can bet on these games. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's a little crazy. So, I mean, I think these kids are playing great and they're good players and all that. I got nothing against that whatsoever. It's yeah. a wonderful tournament to get all the way up there. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. It's. it's I don't watch it. I. I don't care to watch. Yeah. I just don't care. It really is. It's a great tournament, and it's so hard to get there, and it's an honor to get there. Mm-hmm. And, but let them just be kids. Let them just be kids. They're not supposed to be heroes. They're twelve yeah. years old. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot to that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a I lot just to it. play and enjoy it, you know. Um, yeah, let's see a few more here. Uh, uh well, but, well, to stay on this, betting on games is definitely where it goes uh, too far. Oh no, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rodney says, "Am I crazy to think uh, one of the Baffert horses can go gate to wire to win the Travers?" I don't think that's crazy. I'm no. not going to pick that, but I don't think it's crazy. Yeah, um, nothing's crazy in horse racing, Rodney. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. If you want to take a shot with it, do it. You'll get the prize. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Uh, can I explain why Zozos wouldn't run in the forego? Hate when many of these uh, stakes eat each other. Yeah, that these in the insulin. I would say uh, it's because he, they don't think he can win the forego, and they they're trying to get an easier spot. But that is a big problem in racing, and Saratoga sometimes does it to themselves where they run stakes kind of back to back it's like yeah don't do that get a bigger field so yeah no you're right you're absolutely right so all right anything else nope i gotta go find a place to live okay he's gonna go find a place to live i'm gonna go to blinkers off that's right 21 minutes well i'd say about 30 minutes away from blinkers off uh scheduled for two o'clock central time we will be live we're going to talk about all the big stakes races here and uh, don't do tap a trice, Michael. Come on. Uh, we're going to do all. <laughs> do do your boy. Do your boy Baffert instead of tap a trice at least. But, yeah, we're going to do all the big stakes races. we got the Alabama coming up. The Kings Plate obviously coming up. Delmar Oaks, a lot going on. Jared's preparing for it now, and we will get ready to do that one here in about 20 minutes. So busy day, but uh, we're going to keep going. So, all right, guys, that's going to be it for today. We'll be back next week. We'll talk Travers next week, and we'll talk NFL the next week, and then we will talk games that's right there will be games going on after that all right guys thanks everybody for watching and we will see you next week this is dudes who bet sports dudes who bet sports it's your favorite show dudes who bet sports where degenerates go dudes who bet sports time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father the coach let's ride well the associated press is full of shit